0: Follow us on patreon.com forward slash strangebedfellows You will have to enter that in because the fact that we are adult content means that we have agreed to make ourselves unsearchable on their website. My name is Elle and I'm a sex educator.
1: My name is Jen and I'm a private investigator.
0: We want to learn more about ourselves.
1: I'm like the boring vanilla one over here that's like, I don't do anything, but I'm, cu- I'm curious.
0: And the fact that we're both sex workers means that we have insight into things taboo.
1: Trigger warning, if you're easily upset by this stuff, maybe take a break.
0: I have a feeling this is going to be weird.
1: Sex and politics make for some
0: very strange bedfellows. OK, so <clears throat> tell me the story. You said something about a stripper in Georgia who thought you peed where?
1: Out of your vagina. Oh. Like she didn't like it's sad. She didn't really didn't understand like where the holes were or that there was a, an a different hole that you urinate out
0: of. Well, a lot of people actually don't know that there's a different hole that you urinate out of. <laughs> are Hep- we recording now? We are. <laughs>
1: awesome well uh, oh, we should start from the beginning because sure. it's, a, it's a good it's a dramatic
0: is it a dramatic it's story? a dramatic story <clears throat> so okay so tell me the dramatic story then of the stripper in Georgia who didn't know you didn't pee out of your fuckhole.
1: hole oh no wait, wait wait we
0: have to start <laughs> uh, but, how are you yeah uh, what so, was her name what was her dancer name I
1: can't remember But I remember um, she was like 19 years old. She she was really young and she had real bad teeth. And uh, one day we were all, uh, we were in the dressing room, which had a little bathroom attached to it. And she was in the stall and she said, God, it's it's so annoying. You know, I have such a small bladder and I have to pee all the time. And it's so annoying because when I'm on my period, I just go through tampons like no one's business. And I was like, what? (laughs) And she goes, yeah, I just, you know, you pee on them and they're so all soaked up and you got to change the <laughs> tampon again. And, it, and I was like, wait a second. So oh, you no. think you, you pee out of your vagina? And she didn't believe, and that's what she thought. And she didn't believe it. But at this point, like three or four other girls had, come in and we we're like, no girl
0: you're like no <laughs> you I'm- have a
1: you have a urethra. There it's different. We even drew a little picture and it's like she didn't believe us. I mean it's just oh, like God. there's something inherently sad about how it's not only how poor sex education is in this country, at least it you know, um, when you're growing up, but really how poor our women you know our sense of anatomy is no matter no wonder so many men grow up not knowing where a clit is Mm -hmm. we don't even know where our damn urethras are Mm -hmm. you know well yeah and
0: and (laughs) the same thing I love this I, I don't love it but the conversation of vulva versus vagina that one people have heard me preach before your vagina is the part that's inside of you your vulva is the outer part that's comprised of things like labia minora majora or outer labia and inner labia because there's actually a conversation around the idea that menorah means small but a lot of people's quote menorah lips actually poke out further than their outer lips so I'm glad that I got to correct myself there because I try to say outer and inner as well um and then the clitoris and the hood and uh so that's your vulva all those things and so when people say show him my vagina I'm like oh are you flashing him Your vulva, like your pussy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like what? What are you talking about?
0: Like, to be fair, though, he touched my vagina. Did he put his finger inside of you, or did he touch like your labia? Because there's a difference. Like, there's a whole lot of. I mean, that's that's like a what probably a jump from some kind of charge to another. You know, with there's (laughs) penetration, Um, or you have kids. You you know, you say to kids like wash your, wash your vagina with soap and water. So the kid thinks, okay, so I put soap inside myself because that's my vagina, right? I mean, if the child actually knows their, their anatomy, they'll think, oh, okay, wash my vagina. My vagina is inside. I put soap in my vagina. Don't put soap in your vagina. You should say, wash your vulva, not your vagina.
1: I mean, well, that's a whole other conversation, like how, you know, cleanliness and, and genitalia and how we'd have all these weird sick views of like what we're supposed to smell like and what hygiene means
0: Mm -hmm. like that's those ads on instagram where they're like make your pussy super sweet for him you know cherry whatever take this pill so weird oh the comments were so great i saw one of those accounts recently and it was it was like you could tell as a young woman's like Feministy meme account and she had succumbed to the the lure of doing shitty ads like Mm. i'll advertise some shit but it's not stuff like flat tummy tea like i'm not that much of a whore i'm not gonna lie to you about shit you don't need so the comments were great they were like don't sell out to these ads No, girl, just eat some fruit and wash your pussy, drink some water. (laughs) But it's true, you know, like healthy diet stuff. Um, And don't douche.
1: Pineapple, eat lots of pineapple. Natural
0: sugars, yeah. Um, Lots of water. Yeah, you should never douche with anything except for water. But there's things that are on the shelves and available to buy and that you even see ads for telling you it's good for you to use these things. And it's not. Like most doctors, especially, I don't know... A single OBGYN that would say, Yeah, you definitely need to use refresh, you know, lavender scent inside of you. No,
1: I mean I my experience has been that they will tell you to avoid fragrance
0: products. It irritates you. And yeah. honestly,
1: if there's something is smelling that bad down there that it's that you're really noticing it and feel like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you need a scent for it, well, you know, like then you might then you might have B V and that's a simple that's a simple fix like go but, to the it, doctor. but when you
0: say that bad it's so subjective because like what is that's a true. pussy to smell like
1: i mean not like rotten fish dude
0: <laughs> some people's natural odor could smell like like rotten fish. i mean it's a very very subjective set of terms if if you're like <laughs> uncomfortable if you yourself are physically uncomfortable and you have like itching and burning that's probably something yes you well have i an feel infection, like it but
1: well anybody who's had this experience you know, I've heard when people get BV. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. I get BV like three times a year. that I know. Um, <laughs> if you look at me sideways, I get it. I'm just one of those you, people. Yeah. But me one too. Of the But the first thing that you notice is that it's like, whoa, this is different. It's like maybe a change in your normal smell mm-hmm. that you should look What do you think?
0: Part. Hold on. I'm going to check my scent. What do you think your pussy smells like?
1: Um... Uh,
0: Blood orange. My pussy smells like blood orange.
1: <laughs> it's hard for me to tell, dude, because I was just petting your dog, so it kind of <laughs> smells like. If my we were a little closer, like dog. If, if
0: we were a little closer, I would say we could trade and smell each other's hands. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, considering we, I don't think we're that close yet. Maybe <laughs> by the end of the season.
1: <laughs> anyway, no, I'm like. But really, what is
0: my You know, like what, how would I even describe what, and my pussy is healthy right now. I actually just had some minor uh, BV scare like a week ago and I put a tea tree oil, tea tree oil um, suppository for vaginas up there. I'm going to wipe my hand off now because I have my towel (laughs) handy. I have a towel (laughs) because I'm just just going
1: to pet your dog again as soon as, (laughs) as soon as he walks by.
0: Lux is the (laughs) pussy carpet dog. Basically. Great. I already (laughs) tell my kid, I'm like, don't, don't. First of all, I'm not like phobic of my daughter's genitalia, but I remember being a small child with a vulva and rubbing it on things because it felt good. And I do not want my furniture to smell like my daughter's vulva. So (laughs) I, I support her nudity and her freedom in like the spaces where it makes sense to me otherwise put some underwear on please so no honey you can't and she likes to pretend to ride the dog so like definitely you're putting underwear on you're not rubbing your vulva i'm thinking about her poor vulva getting an infection from the dog and then also just the dog smelling like a six-year-old anyway (laughs) if you're still listening so yeah so it's hard to put away the
1: barf bag and and no no this is delicious um
0: But like what, you know, if you're especially if you're a younger person and you've never maybe never even been around anybody else's genitals, because I've had enough sex partners where I feel like I have a general idea of what kind of range there is. But if you have nothing to compare to and you check your scent, I mean, you might you're like, oh, God, I don't smell like flowers or citrus. No or- one
1: smells like flowers. I've never met anybody that smells like flowers.
0: Right. So uh, but my but my summary, I, I didn't want your comment to go unaddressed because if you smell bad and sometimes you just don't know um but try to eat a healthy diet and drink a lot of water and then you'll probably smell better <laughs> get your sleep and stuff um what other what other myths do we really deal with i mean douching is good for your vagina no no it's not um circumcision is necessary no it's not necessary everybody gets smegma it's not a hygiene thing.
1: That's just how it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, circumcised dicks are not cleaner than uncircumcised dicks.
0: They're more likely to gather smegma. Yes, I will not argue that. But like a big, meaty, foldy labia is more likely to gather smegma too. Also, some people just have more discharge. Yeah.
1: Also too, even if you have a big, meaty vulva... big meaty vulva it doesn't mean that you have a loose floppy vagina
0: and even if you have a loose floppy vagina you can still do really cool things and shove rad shit up there that is true
1: (laughs) and if you have a larger vagina it's probably not from sex it's probably
0: probably from childbirth
1: or that or Um, maybe it's just how you are or genetics yeah or different sizes
0: yeah i remember finger fucking this girl um we were both in high school (laughs) (laughs) we were both in high school and I remember thinking, wow, her pussy is, feels so much different than mine. And I wasn't someone who I don't really finger myself very often. It just doesn't feel great to me unless I'm doing I have to be in a rare mood to just like finger bang myself. Um, finger bang. I'm such a bro. Uh, anyway, but I remember having my fingers inside of her and having had them inside of other girls, young women my age and myself um, and thinking that she was very wide and I could fit more fingers in there. And that was very confusing to me because I was not turned off, but I know that she was teased by her boyfriend's friends for having a loose pussy. And it was the whole, um, I once heard it described as the whole like, you could throw, a, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway.
1: Oh, I've, yeah, I've heard that. Um. <laughs> mm hmm. That's and like, holy that's like shit. like the middle school insult that people throw at you, you know. You know what? That's so mean.
0: That woman has had like four children, all vaginally, and she looks amazing. And like if having a wide vagina means you can have, I don't know, I guess a larger larger range of toys and then also fit babies out of you more easily, I will take it. Because I was in labor for three days. And
1: Fuck that. <laughs> I have the most anxious,
0: <laughs> nervous little... <laughs> I tightened up pussy, but I can also get, I've been fisted. So, I mean, muscles move around. It, everybody's different. There was that uh, clickbaity article a few years ago about, uh, it was one of those supposed to be body positive, but it was really not. Uh, it said, if you have a thigh gap, it means you have wider uh, set pubic, like bone muscle Mm. to your femur and that means you have a, a loose pussy so that's if you're du- that's like the right, dumbest thing I've right. ever heard so if you have insecurity about not having a thigh gap then guess what skinny girls are sluts you know like have slutty pussies. right it's like, like what like, that just read like to me saying
1: if your middle finger is shorter than your ring finger <laughs> your dick you know, is enormous <laughs> yeah I mean that's just that's that's ridiculous like <laughs>
0: uh, oh my god <gasps> so um and the truth is there's not there's not really like there's not really a point there's not really a correlation to things like this, like the the myth of foot to penis ratio oh, being yeah. similar. That's been disproven. Um and also like kind of I guess it's fun that humans like to study things, but like really what's the point? You know? What so we can walk around and say to people like, Oh, you're a size eleven shoe, your cock's probably seven and a half inches. <laughs> like, cool. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway.
1: Well, you know who also has some really stupid ideas? oh yeah about, about i forgot about body. those um i have some good segue <laughs> some wonderful quotes from the republican party yeah uh, I, i've members seen members of the republican party have some, some really really <laughs> great ideas
0: i remember some of these being said when i was in high school and we'll we'll go through these um these are all from i would be interested to, to get one that says democrats on rape but, for now, this is Republicans on rape.
1: well I know well, I guess we could be fair and balanced, but honestly i <laughs> I could i be Fox I, go- News. I googled politicians on rape and wasn't able to find anything that stupid from the dumbs. so here we go mm, here's, it, here's my favorite dumb. one from Todd Aiken he's a uh, he's from Missouri, and this is an old one. everyone knows this one, but it's it's just so delicious. Mm. If it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Oh my God. Yep. That's Mm. like lightning bolts shoot out of my ovaries and smash that rape child into a thousand bloody droplets. That's what happens.
0: So I want to, I want to mention a couple of things that comes up to me and thought, um, like research wise. So, um, when you are, when your body is having a physical, positive sexual reaction which we usually correlate with being aroused Well, your cervix lifts up you tent it's the vaginal equivalent of an erection um you you know you you open up you get wider um that is when the body's having a physical response usually this correlates with arousal however we do know that a thing called arousal non-concordance happens and that's when the body has a physical reaction to physical stimulus even if it's not a psychologically like enjoyed event this is why you know a a person riding a bus says that they get an erection from the vibration it's not that they're they're turned on it's Um, just a reaction okay what was that oh god what was that um netflix special on the catholic priest murders
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't watch it yet. The Keepers. The Keepers. So
0: yeah. one of the victims was speaking and she talked about it at a time that she was being physically, she was being sexually assaulted one of like probably hundreds of times um, by the priest. And she said that he, he had a, a dildo, a sex toy. She'd never seen one before. He used it on her. And she said, and I recall her saying this when I, when I watched it, she said something to the effect of when my body, when the, you know, the object began to take effect in my body and I had, you know, an orgasm. Um, and she was saying that the, the priest was telling her like, oh, yeah, you're a whore and you're disgusting. See how much you like that. Anyway, so her body had this physical reaction, but she was severely traumatized and impacted by all this. Sure. And
1: I bet you would feel really betrayed. By betrayed
0: your by body. your body is what we hear. So there's a lot of research done by Emily Nagoski. Uh, she's a great researcher. has a book called Come as You Are, huge resource on nonconcordance. Anyway, so there's stuff like that which is true, but t- it's very ignorant to think that whatever legitimate rape is, the female body's like, I'm gonna take care of that, like well, you- as if we have that ability.
1: Right. Well, I mean, even though to go back to um to go back to the anecdote from the keepers, you know about. The woman who had mm-hmm. an orgasm during Her assault mm-hmm. Clayton Williams a Republican from Texas has some <sighs> interesting Thoughts on that too Because he says rape is kind of Like the weather if it's inevitable Relax and enjoy it you know so, so He's she an old man I know old white isn't man Isn't that charming is isn't he that dead so yet? sweet I hope so <laughs> I hope so <laughs> And also you know, and <laughs> Rick Santorum also agrees because he thinks rape victims should make the best of a bad situation. So, oh you know, even though, I don't know, are we so, but what they don't make clear is, does that mean that we're not supposed to be ashamed of orgasms then if it happened, you know, or just getting mixed messages now from the Republicans? Oh, like, he's we're, not suppo- we're not supposed to enjoy sex, but if we're getting raped, you know, maybe we should make the best of it. Like, which is it?
0: Ooh, he's a philanthropist. So says Wikipedia. Um, he's still alive. Oh. Nuts!
1: Oh, nuts! A philanthropist. A philanthropist. That's interesting. Motherfucker.
0: Um, yeah. What else is on this list? Ooh, um, the Jody lobenberg one. Oh, also from isn't, Texas.
1: That's really nice. Um, yeah, she's from Texas. There's are lots of deep thoughts. Deep Republican thoughts come from Texas.
0: In the emergency room, they have what's called rape kits, where a woman can get cleaned out. Oh. Actually, that's an
1: abortion, Jody. If oh. that's what you're, <laughs> if that's what you're referring to, that's not a rape kit. That that's an abortion.
0: Oh God, cleaned out. <laughs> Jesus. That's yep. that's a very um, that's a very loaded term. There was also. Speaking of clickbait, I love how these just come to mind by love. I mean, feel triggered by the fact that these just come to mind. (laughs) But I saw another clickbaity article that's been making its rounds for a while that says that when you have sex with a person, a part of their DNA becomes embedded into yours. This is not true. Um, Really such a shaming article to post around because how does that make rape victims feel? Like, oh, there's a part of this person inside of you and they're in your, your DNA now. So I, Right. Well, that's
1: also a nice way to shame women for their sexual past in general. Right. Because, you know, you're carrying around all the bad decisions you've ever made. Right.
0: Well, yeah. and the people that I saw reposting it, it was very cleverly written. The way that it was written was supposed to be like, whoa, science is crazy and you didn't know this. But if you look at it, seems like the guise of it was really to be incredibly shaming
1: that sounds like a bad pseudoscience
0: Mm -hmm. so i'm glad i can't remember what it was called (laughs) because it doesn't deserve more attention
1: if you come in listeners if you come across it just scroll past just scroll past yeah don't repost and
0: actually like read it and like call that shit out that's cool too uh let's take a break yay attention service and sex industry workers seeking space yoga is dedicated to providing a holistic option for after your shift with new 3am and 4am class times. Seeking Space is rooted in empathy, and they've combined creative flows and experienced teachers to provide a safe, inviting space for any and all wishing to find peace on the mat. Need a little motivation? They are offering 10% off on all memberships and packages for those in the industry. Visit SeekingSpaceYoga.com or download the Seeking Space Yoga app for more information and a full list of class times.
1: Passion by Kate is an award-winning resource for women and couples who crave a more intimate, exciting, and fulfilling sex life. Passion by Kate's affirming writing, workshops, and one-on-one counseling help you create a new level of openness and intimacy with your partner without feeling awkward, twisting yourself into a pretzel, or spending hours a day on intimacy-building activities. Learn more and find hashtag freedomandpleasure at passionbykate. That's K-A-I-T dot com. Mention this podcast to receive a complimentary 30-minute counseling session when you purchase any Passion by Kate product or service.
0: If you're looking to jazz up a jacket, bag, or just your fine self, our friends at Gimme Flair have everything you could possibly need. Gimme Flair is the largest online retailer of pins and patches that range from the cute and sweet to the snarky and slutty. They are sex positive, queer friendly, and aim to crush mental health stigma, all with fun flair from around the globe. Check out gimmeflare.com to browse items from over 250 plus artists. Welcome back. (laughs) So, did we get to all of those radical quotes? If anyone finds other equally idiotic statements
1: yeah please send us especially from your local politicians wherever you are i want to hear all your local stupidity yeah please send it to us and if
0: you want to give me less work then you can um, attach their twitter handle (laughs) 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 oh that was a george bush laugh um so speaking of people it's time for bad bitches in history Christine Jorgensen was born in the Bronx, New York, in 1926 and given the name George William Jorgensen, Jr. uh, She apparently was a very shy little blonde boy who didn't like to get into fistfights with the other boys. (laughs) She studied at the New York Institute of Photography until being drafted into the Army in 1945. A year later, Jorgensen was released with an honorable discharge. uh, They never saw action. Uh, When Christine was still living as a man, they found a book in a local library called The Male Hormone, which was published in 1945. This is when Christine discovered that there are links between hormones and gender. And in 1950, she left for Copenhagen, Denmark, to pursue a gender reassignment path. To her parents, she wrote, nature made a mistake which I have corrected, and now I am your daughter. Christine would have been fine and dandy and probably would have gone about her life and nobody would have heard about any of this for the fact that in 1952, the New York Daily News outed her on a cover of an issue. The title was XGI Becomes Blonde Beauty with photos, by the way. It's an amazing cover. Very sensationalist. Uh, They did this by leaking the personal letters that she had written to her family. Mm. And I wonder how those got leaked. Um, So this was in a time of even greater general ignorance about gender. So nowadays, it's more commonly known that gender expression is a result of a mix of things. We have genitals and organs. We have hormones, chromosomes, and of course, socialization, how we are raised. What's masculine in some cultures is not masculine in others. And same with feminine. So if you can remember how ridiculous everyone acted when Caitlyn Jenner came out in the year, what, 2015, you can really imagine how much crap Christine put up with in the 1950s because her femininity was even called into question when it became apparent that she was not interested in motherhood, which was so required (laughs) at the time. Well, yeah, if you're 25 and you aren't having children, what's wrong with you? So Christine Jorgensen actually managed all of this really well and better than most uh, social media queens today. She turned her immediate media frenzy and popularity into a performance act and stated that if people wanted to see her, then she would have to be paid for it. So over the years, she became a writer. She spoke and educated on her experience of transitioning in a very public way. And she even worked with researchers, allowed them to utilize her in their experiments uh, she died in San Clemente, California in 1989, and I love this, is quoted as saying the year she died, we didn't start the sexual revolution, but I think we gave it a good kick in the pants.
1: Nice. hmm Well, she sounds wonderful. Thank you for telling me about her. Elf.
0: Yeah. Moist. Moist. Mm-hmm. All right. So, God, fucking Caitlyn Jenner. I do not <laughs> like Caitlyn Jenner. Do you know anything about Caitlyn Jenner? um she's a republican she voted for trump
1: she is even though i I think she's backpedaling on that now
0: well a lot of people have right um (laughs) because his crazy got more crazy
1: yeah i think um i don't know she's just a kind of a crappy bad person didn't she like get an accident and kill somebody (laughs) and then like yeah
0: i don't know if she killed them but she she got like
1: maimed somebody or did something and then got off scot-free
0: i think there was a fine paid
1: Oh, well, fine. Yeah, I'm not, t- I'm not totally <laughs> sure.
0: That whole family could die in an airplane crash and I would only be sad for the pilot. Um, <laughs> after, uh, let's do listener questions. Ooh. Uh, so this is great. This speaks to this episode. After having two kids in less than three years, I'm worried about my sex life. More specifically, I'm worried about my vagina. I know I'm not as tight as I used to be, and I'm worried sex isn't as good for my partner because of it.
1: <sighs> well, I don't have kids. <laughs> so That's true. So I'm not really sure. I'm going to defer to you, Elle, even though my, even though that being said, my advice would be like, how is sex for you? I mean, not advice, but I'm like, what about sex for you? Is sex for you good still? Like that, Thank you know, you. like, Absolutely, That should be, I imagine if you're enjoying it, then your partner's enjoying it too.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah, hopefully. Is it something you can ask your partner? Like, hey, I have noticed, and don't frame it like you are fishing for compliments, but like really be secure in yourself and say, I feel like my insides, my vagina in this case, haha, <laughs> not vulva. Unless some people say their lips get stretched out too from lots of pushing. So, but in this case, I feel like my vagina doesn't feel like it used to. And I feel bothered by the fact that that could be impacting our sex life. Like you have children together, right? Or you have children. So they're around your children probably. Um, my pussy was so fucking loose for like, it went in stages because you heal over time um and i was in labor for almost three days so and she was big she was almost 10 pounds oh my god The uh-huh. child is a monster she is a monster yeah large large on her father's side oh bless her heart i know big lady this is why my back is fucked up it's really hard to carry <laughs> your kid when your kid is like half your size oh my god the age of six wait is she half my size now yeah she is um Anyway, so it went in like stages, but I remember the first, I would say four to six, maybe nine. I don't even remember months that I was back at work stripping. And I went back to work at, I think, five or six weeks postpartum. Um, So pretty early, pretty early. They don't usually green light you for sex at about five or six weeks, which is based on nothing, by the way. It's like a very generic average amount of time that they've determined to be okay. But I definitely queefed my fucking (laughs) cunt off like inverting every time i would invert for like months i had to time it with the music so that it would be loud and not silent so you wouldn't hear like a oh
1: dude you don't have to have a kid to have that experience
0: <laughs> well it happens a lot more I got taking an air. <laughs> air taking an air
1: taking an air taking a deep breath
0: with your fourth eye
1: the eye of soren sees all
0: namaste <sighs> Um, but I mean skin and tissue is really stretchy so a lot of birthing parents like myself will assure you that shit can go back to how it was and if it doesn't like forgive yourself because you made a life so shit can't really go back to how it was before anyway but like most things do return and you can really really encourage us by doing kegels.
1: Oh, I was just about to ask about that mm-hmm. what about those what about those like Benoit vagina balls. weight sets and mm-hmm. stuff you see? Have you seen that thing? Yeah, it looks like I've a little those. dumbbell that yeah. hangs out of your dumbbell that hangs out of your cooter, and I, <laughs> I don't know if you do squats with it or like what.
0: I guess you could multitask and work out your your glutes and your thighs, and your and your pubococcygeal muscles. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't used anything that looks like an actual uh, dumbbell but I've used Benoit balls. I actually got those kind of stuck in there, like stuck, not stuck in the way that I was worried about them going up because mm-hmm. I have, you know, we have our cervix. So if you have a cervix, it's not going anywhere. Unlike your ass, don't put balls in your ass. Yeah, Benoit no balls in your ass. You can put scrotum balls in your ass. They're not, <laughs> they're attached to a person. Anyway, um, where was I? I've used different kinds of those. Um... Oh, by the way, the way I got it out when it was stuck is I like squatted and tried to just do deep breathing and eventually it moved down a little bit. And then I try to reach up with my longest <laughs> finger and scratch it out. <laughs> anyway, um, so use something corded, I would say, if you use any kind of weight toy, maybe use a cord for easy retrieval. And all you do is just put them inside you and try to hold them. So you kind of might have to buy a couple pairs because you don't know what's going to work with your jumping off point
1: kagling is probably still good too you know it's great you know whoever's whoever's ladies whoever's listening right now you can you and know boys. i'm kegling right now can boys caggle?
0: yes no they're great for your vaginas or your penises because they also provide support to your pelvic organs so all right well that's- so
1: what exactly is the kegel muscle then is it is the kegel <sighs> muscle not gender specific no then it's okay no that's um, what i wasn't clear on yeah.
0: no i mean like your pelvic bowl and I'm not a doctor. I'm not really good with body stuff. So this is my limited understanding as like a sex educator, but, um, they, they support your, your organs, which include your urethra, your bladder and your bowels. Um, so if you have issues or concerns around incontinence, you know, holding in your, your pee and your poo, then Kegels can help. Um, if you see, okay, when a this is uh, something that was explained to me by a urologist who sees a lot of penises. But if you see a person with an erection from the side and their penis is very high, like pointing pointing up to the sky almost or very close to their, their abs, like that means they have very tight uh, PC muscles. Okay. Very, very tight. Everything's pulled very tight. Um, if you have a penis pointing down, that typically means that their PC muscles are not very very active, very, very tense. It means they're very loose. So that can be when you're doing they call cock push-ups. When you're doing actual clenches, that's what it's doing. It's strengthening. Okay. And you'll see like penises jump. Also, it's a really rad trick to like flex your genitals while they're inside of a person or while you're in, they're inside of you. Yeah.
1: And what about as so you get older? Is this the sort yes. of thing that's going
0: to... You should do, definitely yeah. do this stuff when you get older because especially if you're having less sex as you age, which some people do many people in our society do. Huh, ask
1: me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. I think we're getting an idea.
0: <laughs> I do these when I'm stopped in traffic. I do kegels.
1: I'm doing them right now. I'm doing them right now too. Yay. I can high five you.
0: Wait, can I high five you from See through the, the wall? Yes. Ugh. Okay, good. Um Yeah, I do them and just try to. Pretend you're like stopping your urine flow is the way that it's always described because I can't think of a better way to describe it myself. I've tried. <laughs> Again, if you have any suggestions, write to Pillow Talk at Strange Bedfellows, PDX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? And I mean, your, your pussy is never, ever going to be as tight as your hand can be or your mouth can be. <laughs> so if you want some variation... Just remember, you have other other fuckholes. <laughs> I'm such a professional. It depends on who the client is. So,
1: if uh, if All you were in the studio, you would see that my face is like reddish purple. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Now. Sometimes I
0: say butthole so fast it sounds like buttle.
1: Buttle. Buttle. And like Go fuckhole. Re- re-
0: if you say fuckhole really fast, it sounds like fuckle. <laughs> i don't know how often you say fuck hole, but i apparently have said it like six times in the usually last in traffic
1: minutes. taking <laughs> my fist at somebody is when
0: uh, i want to think of like a top five greatest hits of me screaming and i think they would all be in traffic um which let's see which is a common one it's a zipper <laughs> for merging <laughs> that's one Um, I don't have a stop sign. No, you don't have a stop sign. That's one because people Uh, stop.
1: Use your fucking turn signals.
0: Use your fucking blinker. It's a classic. Uh, Anyway, so but two births within three years is a lot of change on a body anyway. So give yourself some more time. And uh, that's really funny because when I was looking to address this question in the first place, the first thing I wrote was, does does penis and vagina sex still feel good to you? And that was the first thing you said.
1: Yeah, I mean so. that. I I think that I mean because this is like a I think a common theme too, and in, in our society in America is that always, not always, but often a lot of women or female identifying people choose to put the male partner's pleasure before their own. You know, like I think that that's a common thing. I mean, if you read Cosmo or any Mm. of those, it's always how to please him in bed, 20 tricks to do on him. You know, it's always if a a man can't keep an erection for what, then it's it's not it's nothing medical. It's your fault. It's because you've failed to do, you know, it's like,
0: really, I haven't I don't know. I haven't seen anything like that. Um, But I I also don't look at shit like that. And I probably should. (laughs)
1: I know I noticed it in the grocery store and I just noticed you know remember that is a common theme reading those magazine those types of magazines and really just the messages we get from all over is that Mm -hmm. a lot of in in porn and a lot of like mainstream porn that you the message you get is women are there to please men and how do we feel to men.
0: Yeah and and that wouldn't matter like the the unrealistic and unhealthy standards that Porn can model wouldn't matter at all if we had an appropriate framework and context to discuss sex all the time, because then it would be better understood that this is consensual work that people are being paid for, that they agreed to do, um, that they prepared for. I mean, you don't just like walk up to a girl, bend her over, and stick your dick in her ass. Bad things will happen to at least one of you is going to be real bummed about it, or maybe both the way it ends, you know. But like these people have to like clean out their their rectums and they do rinses and they fluff for a while you have to warm up and vibrate your butt and you have to lubricate and you have to be relaxed and you take but, a, you film for hours but even hours sometimes. relationships
1: I mean think of how many I mean I don't know what your relationship's like but I, I know that I've had many relationships in the past where it's like there's months have gone by and I'm the only one giving out oral sex here and I'll notice like that's when you stop I have blown you lots of times you that's know when you and I'm happy to do that and where is mine <laughs>
0: That's when you stop. I tell you, if I, I don't keep track of things, but I'm now realizing that just based on what is re- like regular in the context of my current relationship, if I, it, it's rare if we have playtime, if we have sex in any way and he doesn't go down on me, um, it's, it's more common that I would not go down on him Um, But I still like I would say now that I'm like going back and calculating maybe like every other time we fuck I don't suck his dick but he probably goes down on me in some way and not like to completion I definitely do don't do that very often either but I feel like there's a basic give and take where he likes going down on me more. Yeah, and I'm I happy mean, to let depends. that happen. I
1: mean, if you, you know, maybe maybe you don't like receiving oral sex. That, like, I didn't used you know? to. But I'm just now. saying that maybe it's good every now and then to, especially in the context of this question, like to check in with yourself to be like, am I not pleasing him? But also like, how am I feeling about this? And yeah. like, maybe you don't have to like have a little spreadsheet where you've, you know, are met, you know, keeping track of who went down on who, when, and how many times. But maybe just have a little check in with yourself and be like, am I getting... Is my shit getting met here mm-hmm. like <laughs> why am i so worried about if you like it do i like it like is it okay so, yeah
0: well people don't want to lose their partner because they feel like they're not good enough for them and that's yeah, why they get insecure It's powerful mm-hmm dinner mm-hmm hey friends do you get sore muscles or stiff joints like us how's your skin is it dry itchy irritated bruised or sunburn if so it sounds like you need some NABOM in your pocket Nabalm, that's N-A-E-B-A-L-M, is an all-natural skin and body balm, handmade right here in Portland. Nabalm products use a base of organic olive oil and beeswax, followed by an infusion of therapeutic essential oils, each of which provides all sorts of benefit. Oh yes, and they smell amazing. To learn more, check out Nabalm.com or search Nabalm on Facebook or Instagram.
1: Do you have sex questions? Do you want help learning new techniques, communicating with a partner, opening a relationship, or exploring kink? Sex and intimacy coach Stella Harris can help. Visit her office in Portland or connect via Skype to take your intimate life to the next level. Learn more and schedule at www.stellaharris.net or follow her on Instagram at Stella Harris Erotica.
0: Welcome back to Strange Bedfellows. Definitely rate us on iTunes. Uh, Let's do this question. Would you like to read it?
1: I will read it. I know this is a super personal question, but a legit question. I was wondering, as a stripper, do you use tampons or a menstrual cup? And how do you deal with wearing thongs and g-strings and not get a yeast infection?
0: Okay, so let's do the first part of that question. The first part first. Uh, I use tampons personally. I what Me about too. You? Yeah. I know dancers who... I know actually one gal was just telling me a week ago that she says... <sighs> Fuck! This was like a drunken fireside chat we had for about two minutes that I didn't expect to have to recall. (laughs) She said that it depends on how she's feeling. Sometimes she said she'll initially put the cup up there and it just won't feel right. So she'll have to take it out and either start over or just not use it that day. And she said it also makes her a little nervous using it at work. Um,
1: well, especially if you do poll tricks, I might, I mean, I don't know, does mm-hmm. it suction up there or what if it, I don't know, it seems like it would be really easy to get dislodged. I heard like third
0: down. hand, a horror story. This is probably stripper lore, but actually it's probably not because I came from a, at the time reputable source, but, um, about a woman's coming out at the stage in a club here in town and that a bunch of Japanese businessmen rushed up and gave her a ton of money Like her cup flew out, blood everywhere. And they came up and gave her a ton of money for it. So she like felt less embarrassed about it. Fair (laughs) enough. Was the story. I heard this from a woman who was working there with her that night.
1: But but people, I feel like it was a common question, you know, a question that I used to get asked by, it would always be like female customers. would be like, what do you do? Like... I, and I'm really trying to remember the context in which someone, a stranger, would have the balls to <laughs> ask me this on stage. But I feel like a common question that I would get from like women, non-dancers, would be like, "What do you do on your period? Have well, the We balls wear a tampon. But what about the string? Cut it, <laughs> it. We mitch? cut the string off, and no one has to know. So <laughs> uh, you're 2018. We can do these things.
0: There was a. It's okay. Remember uh porn star Stoya, she said once because she was talking about sex education and, and just in general the need for it I believe and she said that um women would ask her how do you not get preggers <laughs> as she quoted it and she says I don't get preggers the same way you don't get preggers I use birth control and other methods you know <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> oh, no. uh, I wave my magical horse wand and just don't get preggers. <laughs> um, she didn't say that, I'm saying that. I don't wanna miss. I mean, what did the
1: people that ask that question? Do they think that it's like birth control only works up to a certain point, but if you take so many loads that you just- <laughs> Bypass you, it you, entirely. You, yeah, you break through this threshold where birth control just can't help you anymore. <laughs> uh, I, do, I
0: do understand the tampons or menstrual cup question. I've also heard that a sponge can be really iffy. Um, hey write your experiences to us if you have them pillow talk at strange bed pillows uh but otherwise yeah i just stick with tampons and i either shove the string up there or i'll use the ob's that don't have a string which suck and take forever to unwrap so agreed yes um as an environmentalist i would like to use a sponge but i i've already heard so many negative feedback stories about using it like like it's really easy to go from zero to a hundred. Like once it's full, it's full and that's it just it. squinches. I mean, that's yeah. the case with kind of everything. Oh, you mean the cup? No, the, this the is with the sponge. Oh. Yeah, the sea sponge. You know what sea sponges?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think those were supposed to go up. Like, you know, like the one you like, wait, are we talking like the sponges you you know, like wash yourself in the bath? Yeah, with you too? can use
0: those. Uh huh. Oh, uh-huh. I thought
1: they carry it like. Bank, bacteria might hang out in those.
0: So oh, I'm think. sure bacteria hangs out in everything. I don't know how you clean them. I you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just wash it in hot water.
1: Even though, you know, mm-hmm. pro tip here, I have a, I have a Marina IUD and I don't really have periods anymore. And it's awesome.
0: That's good. Yeah, yep. it de- I don't fuck with hormonal birth control. because It's I, definitely not for everybody. Yeah, I feel the side effects too bad, yeah. but that makes me happy to hear that it can work for people because that's why it exists, right? Oh, yes. Um, and then also... How do you deal with wearing thongs? g strings and not get a yeast infection? Um, we get a lot of yeast infections.
1: Yeah, right? But you know what? <laughs> but you know what really helps is don't wear those like weird polyester deals that they sell at the stripper store. Like
0: mm. Or don't wear them very long.
1: Or don't yet wear that yeah. too. I
0: mean, like you shouldn't really be wearing those around the house anyway, even if like that's your style and you like neon plastic stuff because it's really 90s right now and it's super in. that's cool, but it's bad for your pussy. So don't wear it for very long um function over fashion <laughs> um but no i don't know how else do you i mean whenever i take time off from stripping or i change my activity like get a new partner my pussy reacts in a way so when you start or stop dancing or doing any kind of sex work or any kind of different activity expect you know your body parts to possibly have reactions to revolt to revolt indeed <sighs> I hope that answers that question. Um, what are Actually, what are some good things for yeast infections, though? Tea tree oil suppositories. I've heard boric acid is good, but I haven't used it.
1: I'm one of those. Okay, I hate yeast infections so much that I'm one of those people that gets those little pills, like the one-day pill that kills it. Really? Yeah. You have to go to, like, Planned Parenthood to get it. Oh, wow. Or you have to get it from a
0: doctor. So it's an antibiotic. I guess biotic
1: yeah i think so or some sort of anti i want to say it's called like diflucan or something oh diflucan but it's a little pill and you take it and that and that's the oh yeah i forgot about that i find i find the feeling of having a yeast infection fucking unbearable yeah like i just want to tear my inside it is an
0: antifungal yes i've taken that fluconazole diflucan or diflucan is the brand name fun fact i used to work in a pharmacy that's funny uh so let's move on before we were talking more about um I guess like myths harmful myths some bullshit um there's you know the truth is stranger than fiction <laughs> is that saying and it's so funny that you hear so many ridiculous things like oh yeah if you douche with Mountain Dew then it you won't get pregnant is is one.
1: Oh, c- code red code, yeah oh my god <laughs> I
0: only use code red.
1: <laughs> don't do
0: that. Don't use it at all. Um, but then you hear stuff like breaking a penis and you're like, no, you don't break a penis or a penis isn't a bone, you, you know. You
1: certainly cut one off though. Oh
0: God. Oh yeah. Let's get to that in a minute. Um, as far as breaking a penis, that's a real thing. Do you know anyone who do you know about it? Aunt- mm-hmm. I
1: heard about this. I actually think I had a friend a mm-hmm. long time ago who told me about he was fucking somebody and she slammed down too hard on it and blood he like <gasps> broke something and blood shot out his dick <gasps> and then he couldn't oh and then and I don't know he went to the hospital <sighs> or whatever but he wasn't allowed to get it like he had to like really not get an erection for like six weeks while
0: it, yeah <laughs> while I it like I know of someone uh, and they were told two months but they still are not experiencing uh comfortable erections and they had to have a few surgeries Uh, How
1: how can you avoid that?
0: uh, Honestly, try to not slam your. Yeah. Don't have like super blackout drunk or drugged sex. People literally hurt themselves. Um, The person who I'm talking about, they were similarly. Yeah. Just fucking. I think it was doggy style. Uh, But yeah, they had to get 3 a.m. hospital thing. Uh, But what happens when you actually break a penis? So there's this thin fibrous tissue called tube tulbica albuginia and it wraps around the parts that fill with blood and swell up okay corpus cavernosa so when you're when you're immediately you know bending that way too fast you're snapping i mean you are breaking that and it is
1: so you're like popping you're like splitting the membrane and that yeah like all the blood is coming out yeah i mean Uh you you
0: can you can definitely have blood come out of torn skin that sounds pretty fucking severe
1: i'm sorry whoever experiences i know um clitorises
0: (laughs) so everyone has corpus cavernosa too Uh, it just means cave-like bodies uh and that's that's the again that's the part that fills with blood and swells up and because it's erectile tissue and you have erectile tissue in your clit and so do i so i thought that was kind of cool because again we all start out very similar in the womb and many of us aren't that different and bodies kind of exist on a spectrum anyway So yes, you can break a penis. There are some really unfortunate, um, forums that exist. I was doing some scrolling around and there was one young man who I think he said he was 17 or 18 and I don't remember how he, Oh, he said him and his girlfriend and yeah, same thing, sudden movement. And, uh, he was wondering how long he said, his dick was bent at like a 35 to 40 degree angle partway in the middle and oh. that
1: it was yeah did he not what did the doctor say i wonder
0: uh, i wish i had this page pulled up that's uh, so
1: sad did that, that happened to you so young that's gotta fuck you up
0: that was his thing too he's oh. like i'm so young that i don't really want this to like be my life forever right oh i know poor bud where is it uh, anyway So the best thing to do for that, don't go to a general practitioner. You're just going to have to go straight to a urologist if you do that. Okay. Um, Don't break your penis. Shut up, poodle. Um, Peyronie's disease. Speaking of bends in the dick. Oh. Peyronie's is P-E-Y-R-O-N-I-E. Apostrophe. S Disease. So this can actually be caused by aggressive masturbation. (laughs) oh man so not gonna give you hairy palms but you're not
1: gonna go blind
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> but you might get peyroni's disease but yeah um bless bless your heart <laughs> it's uh, a what? that must be the most common
0: illness in america <laughs> sorry god so it's oh. this. It creates a scar tissue inside of the penis um, because you're you're ab- abrasing the skin so often. I had a massage actually, actually like three hours before we recorded today, and my uh, LMT was showing my partner actually how to push my ribs back in because I did indeed. She looked at my back and I popped one of my ribs mm-hmm. out a couple of days ago again, so that hurt a lot. It's better now. Yay, pole dancing. <laughs> I guess I can't rest all my body weight on one arm anymore. <laughs> Um. So, where was I going with this? So, anyway, but the the skin when it's when it's rubbed on really hard or for very long over time will definitely try to build up a resistance to that. And if you're pulling on it or tweaking it a certain way, just the way that you masturbate, you can cause it to bend in the way that you pull. Hmm. Um. It's so, like a
1: wear pattern.
0: Yes, <laughs> it is. Um they don't really understand it. So um, they think that it's because of this repetitive motion um, and that it's not just like a genetic weirdo thing that happens. Um, They're currently researching. Researchers are trying to figure out if it's linked to any inherited trait or certain health conditions. But if you actually see, you'll see porn stars with this. Not very often. Thank goodness. And not necessarily very severe, but if you look for a very, very curved dick
1: well, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna Google this right now so I mm-hmm. have an idea of what this mm-hmm. look, look looks like.
0: And I mean, it's really only a problem if it causes you pain or causes you anxiety.
1: Oh, I don't know. Might be fun. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, definitely I looked back into, not, that
1: sounds so terrible.
0: into my into my library that lives in my mind, and I definitely recall a few a few dicks that definitely have Peyronie's and it was really, really difficult with one person to have sex with them for that reason, because you had to enter at an angle right. and then follow it down another way, like a slide, <laughs> except that you can't really like up and down that easily. sometimes. Right. So, I mean, there's ways to turn. We, we worked it out. It's fine. We're friends. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, bodies can be very unusual. And I mean, this is the stuff that like, there's a difference between shaming people and explaining things. So I'd like to think that we're explaining things. Do you know what
1: it happens to me? It's so weird. I'm um, in airplanes,
0: mm. the cabin air pressure,
1: and I hate flying. I'm terrified of flying. It's uncomfortable and miserable, but there's something about like, that weird air pressure and those horrible like drops, where I'm terrified and might I'm like, oh god, the plane's gonna crash. I might come, like, <laughs> shit. Nice. Well, at least you know if I'm gonna die, that's how I want to go. But it's <sighs> but it's uncontrollable and it's weird. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not wanted necessarily.
0: I want to so. hear um, people's responses to these. So email us if you have if you have thoughts what are our takeaways from this episode Uh, bodies are very misunderstood
1: and they're weird (laughs) and it's okay
0: and republicans are the worst
1: (laughs) they really are Uh, forever
0: uh. anyway email us all of your weird body stuff normal body stuff it's all body stuff
1: yeah email us your questions And also your local stupid politicians, Twitter, (gasps) so we can rip on them. That would be awesome.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Because I get, I mean, trust me, (laughs) there's plenty of shit going around. We have plenty to talk about. But if you want to share your stuff, we like that, too. Okay. I think that's going to do it. All righty. Yay. Until next time. For more Strange Bedfellows, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Strangebedfellows and become a supporter for access to behind the scenes material and extra content. My name is Elle Stanger, and you can find me at StripperWriter.com and on Instagram at StripperWriter.
1: And my name is Jen. You can reach me on StrangebedfellowsPDX.com.